the Utility Room, designing the future of energy. Welcome to the latest edition of the Utility Room. At Wales and West Utilities, we're focused on designing the future of energy. But that's about more than just technology. That's about listening to our customers and making sure that we continue to deliver what they want and need. Safe, reliable and green energy. This week is National Apprenticeship Week, an annual event that aims to shine a light on all the amazing work being done by employers and apprentices across the country. And as we get our team ready for the future, apprentices will play a key role. Since we started operations in 2005, we've recruited over 180 apprentices and they now make up over 10% of our team. And these apprentices will be the engineers and managers looking after the green gas network of the future. All too often, perhaps, apprentices and apprenticeships are seen as jobs for men and boys, especially engineering ones. But today we're joined by three Wales and West Utilities apprentices who have bucketed that trend and are at the start of their career in the energy industry. If we start off uh, with Mavina, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Uh, hi, I'm Mavina. I'm 27 and I started the apprenticeship in 2017, um, so I'm nearing the end now. Um, I'm and I'm in the pipeline apprenticeship in network services. And Neva? Hi, I'm Neva. I'm a network services uh, craftsperson. I joined Wales and West Utilities in 2016 and I've finished my apprenticeship now. And finally, Zoe. Hi, I'm Zoe. I'm a HR apprentice and I joined Wales and West Utilities in 2019. So, as you can imagine, National Apprenticeship Week is all about the benefits that apprenticeships can bring, uh, both for organisations and for people looking to build a career, and about letting people know uh, why they're such a good career move. Um, all three of you are from uh, different backgrounds, different parts of the country, uh, but you've ended up in similar jobs. Uh, what sort of sparked your interest in the apprenticeship, firstly, that you're on? Mavina? Uh, I actually had a bit of experience working in the office. Um, so I did all the paperwork around the pipeline department and the CP department um, and then these apprenticeships came up and I thought oh, I'd rather be out and about than in the office so I just went for it basically. And for yourself Neva? So I did my work experience with Wales and West uh, when I was still in school and then I found out they were doing apprenticeships just as I was finishing my GCSEs so I uh, just applied and then here we are now. Oh, brilliant. And uh, what was uh, the work experience uh, you were doing, uh, obviously, when you were in school? What, what did uh, Wales and West have you doing? So I did a week and I did a mixture of uh, going out with a few guys from network services and uh, like the mechanical side and a couple of them from the electrical department as well. Ah, fantastic. And uh, for some people who are listening, uh, they probably might not be a bit familiar with the term sort of network services. Uh, so what, what does that mean exactly in the frame of uh, Wales and West Utilities? So it's the uh, it's like the pressure management side of things. We look after the equipment that uh, basically sends the gas down the pipes, but at different pressures. And uh, Zoe, so for yourself, um, a bit of a contrast to uh, Mavina and Neva, uh, you mentioned you're a HR apprentice. Um, how did that come about and uh, what sparked your interest for that? 
Um, so I had decided I wanted to do, you have to do a course, um, a CIBD course. And I decided I wanted to do that either way. And then I saw that there was an apprenticeship where you got to do the course and do a job in HR on the side. So I thought it'd be perfect to learn and to learn on the job as well. So yeah, it just fitted really well. As you can see there, so three very different jobs, but uh, one thing all in common, uh, apprenticeships at Wales and West. Uh, Mavina and Neva, uh, you're both engineering apprentices, which we've established, but uh, only a small percentage of girls uh, choose to pursue a career in engineering and even less apply for apprenticeships. Uh, why do you think that is? I think personally, I don't know about others, but it is quite daunting coming into like a male dominated industry when you're when you're a female it's it is quite scary but once i was in like i have so much fun with all the lads like they just they make you feel so welcome i just think it, you need to take that initial jump and not be scared of being the only girl there and yeah just go for it basically yeah that's exactly what i was thinking it's very male dominated and that is quite a scary thought for some people but it's definitely worth it. It's like so much fun. In uh, that case then, how can we sort of make engineering and other apprenticeships uh, sort of in terms of face value a more attractive option for young women so that those initial anxieties don't exist? I think it helps seeing, you know, when you do say the Wales and West magazine or just any sort of press, it does, I, I feel with myself that like it did help seeing pictures of other girls doing the same job. Um, so you do know that there are other girls out there doing it and it can be done like we do do it so it shouldn't be scary really so to know that other people are doing it as well does make it better i i think yeah no absolutely and then i i suppose with yourself then zoe um you know with with the sort of the contrasting roles um with uh, mavina and neither in engineering roles and then yourself in, a, in an office-based role um were any of those anxieties that uh, mavina and neva had were, were they shared on your well did you share those feelings as well or um was it sort of more business as usual you know just sort of stepping into a role and not sort of seeing uh, seeing it as something that's sort of male uh, dominated no i guess it was completely different for me it never entered my mind which shows how you know the contrast in jobs and the roles and things um but no it never really entered my mind it was kind of just going on to a new path and a new career really um i just think that they just treat you this the same basically as they would the other lads i mean obviously there are some situations where something sometimes is too heavy for me to carry and they'll just come and help rather than turn around and be like oh god she can't carry that they just come and help like it's it's just normal sort of thing do you know what i mean it's not yeah they just treat me exactly the same as they treat the other lads that so yeah they that's how they made me feel welcome yeah same like they uh they just treat you like everyone else here and the band is like exactly the same as well and it's it's nice that way really and like Mavina said like we haven't had any difficulties with actually like the job itself because they do they help out when you need it. Zoe many people um you know think apprenticeships are only for sort of hands-on jobs you know and sort of the more vocational courses and um, what attracted uh, to, to your apprenticeship and how have you found things so far? 
Um, I think if, for me, it was, it's perfect for people who know what they want to do, but it's, you know, another window to get into that as a door to, you know, a different kind of route to get into that career. Um, so I think for me, it was perfect because it was at a time when I was going to go back to education. So I had decided to do that course. So it was a chance to get that qualification and also work with people who, you know, work in HR and, you know, get a great knowledge and also get involved in different areas of HR. So it was perfect. Um, but yeah, I've really enjoyed it so far and keep just learning things every day. So it's been great. Oh, well, you know, that's what we want to hear, I suppose. Um, so then looking back then for yourself then, Zoe, um, if it was the choice then of starting the apprenticeship or going back into sort of you know, full-time education, uh, which, which one would you opt for? I definitely think the apprenticeship. I think I'd probably learn more by doing both at the same time and actually learning things in college and bring them into work rather than doing full-time education and not learning while you're doing it, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. And so I suppose then for your uh, specific role then, um, what would you have had to done? Uh, what sort of uni courses would you have had to have completed then uh, to sort of get the job that you have now? Um, so it would have been a CIPD course, they call it, and it's up to three years. Um, so yeah, I would have had to gone back and done a three-year course, which was definitely not something that I wanted to do really. So I've been lucky enough to learn while I'm doing it and, you know, do a part-time course while on the side working. Obviously, we've uh, touched on a, uh, a few things of what it's like to be an apprentice, but sort of looking inwards now, sort of in terms from a, a business perspective, what benefits uh, do you think that apprentices bring to organisations like ours and uh, other employers? Oh, it's definitely what Zoe just said, is that you can learn on the job, especially with our role. I don't know if Neva feels the same in network services. It's, it's, a, it's a learning curve. You can get to different places and the situation can be exactly the same but the the surroundings and everything to get to the job even are totally different so you've got to learn to adapt to different circumstances where the same job is if you know what i mean so you don't learn all that in a classroom you need to be on the job doing it day in day out to get that experience to be able to have the confidence to go out and do it yourself that's what i've learned over my three years is that I needed the three years to learn all these different things on on the job, I mean. So basically what you're saying is then in terms of the, the benefits that it brings that apprenticeships brings to organization is that um so you know, people like yourself, rather than sort of coming sort of straight out of the classroom with no industry experience, uh, the benefit it is for Wales and West is, is like yourself, you've got a skilled person there who's rip and ready to go, basically. Yeah, I mean, you can do the course before coming, but then you've still, you still need that experience to be able to do the job. You can't come straight from college and get stuck into the job. You need the experience to go with it. Yeah, as much as doing a college course is great, you are solidly sort of in a classroom whereas with the on the job learning you're seeing the situations where they are because in like a classroom it's it's fabricated it's like the perfect example of it whereas when you're out and about everything's slightly different it's not like always perfect so it sort of it prepares you it prepares you for all the different situations that you can find yourself in already instead of having to deal with that when you first start straight off a course. 
and then for yourself, Zoe, you know, uh, the sort of same question. What benefits do you think apprentices uh, bring to an organisation other than just sort of uh, having people who are, are industry ready? Is, is there anything else that you see that they bring? Um, I think because for me, I did a lot of research into how to get into HR. You're basically hiring someone who's done their research and wants to develop and, you know, um, I don't know how to explain it, kind of develop themselves and they know what, you know, they want from their career. So you've got passionate people who are ready to go, I suppose. So one thing I'd like to touch on is sort of being an apprentice, being an apprentice uh, in the pandemic. Uh, so, uh, well, I say Neva, you've mentioned that you've finished your uh, apprenticeship now. So I suppose this is more to uh, Mavina and uh, Zoe. So what are some of the challenges that you've uh, that you've come across when, uh, well, well, throughout the pandemic? Uh, with your apprenticeship so I'm obviously in my last year now so I'm trying to get assessments completed um so obviously trying I need obviously the assessor there and a team team sometimes um so actually getting everyone together for me to be able to um complete the assessment has been quite difficult at times yeah that would probably be the main one to be honest and obviously learning still I'm still learning so I, I've had to be with someone with a teammate the whole time the whole time through through this uh, lockdown so I've had to to make sure you know make sure that we're being safe at all times Um. so obviously in March we went um, home and that was it we were locked down so my college course went online so that was quite difficult because my tutor um, wasn't the best with teams or things like that so we kind of had to teach her while trying to get the course done um, and then doing coursework a lot of it was team-based so you'd be working with different people um, each month on a different course or different um, essay and it would be quite difficult to get, you know, certain times in. And whereas before we had four hours on a Friday together, actually trying to make time for each other and, you know, still prioritise getting our work done was quite difficult. Um, and then just working from home then. So obviously it changed for everyone. And we've, you know, I've been working from home since last March. But luckily my team, we, we all talk to each other. We all communicate. And yeah, I think it's worked well, but it's, it's definitely been a challenge. But yeah, we've got there. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's good to hear at least that sort of everyone's uh, coping uh, in the same, in, you know, in, uh, in some ways. Um, so I think it sort of be, might be interesting to hear from your perspective then, Eva, as someone who is out there, you know, as a key worker, working on the front line, you know, making sure that, you know, people can heat their homes and, and people uh, power their businesses. Um, what, what, what's it been like uh, working, uh, you know, sort of in the operational teams whilst uh, this uh, pandemic has been ongoing? Is it similar to Mavina's experiences or have you had something completely different as well? Uh, it's been a mix, really. So because for like safety reasons obviously we work in pairs so we like we had to teams they were solidly this is your teammate for the entire time you won't be chopping and changing teammates which we do sometimes depending on what the work is um and then some of it because we do work for different companies as well so like businesses and stuff we weren't allowed access into their business to be able to carry out the work for them so that was difficult in itself with trying to get the jobs done in time for them 
but we sort of you had to work around it and there was a bit of a rush at one point when things opened up again so we could do it but yeah it's uh definitely been different oh no i say i can imagine like 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 uh you know zoe i've been lucky enough to to work from home uh the entire time so i i think that the, the biggest sort of challenge that i've faced is just making sure that um that I've got a bit of internet connection and the mute button has been uh, is not is not being pressed by accident when on a Teams call. But uh, moving, uh, so I suppose, from more more of a dreary subject to something a bit more cheerful. Um, as you guys are, are building your careers at the moment, and there's a lot of well, as as we mentioned earlier, there's a lot of change going in uh, at the moment into the gas in uh, in the gas network. You know, making sure that um you know we're ready to deliver uh, reliable and sustainable energy. And um, what are you most looking for? to uh, as your career progresses oh god that's a difficult question um (laughs) (laughs) is there anything that um you know with uh with sort of getting the the gas network ready is that is there anything that sort of excites you or sort of projects that you're looking forward to getting involved in perhaps yeah i i love the variety of the that's the main part of the job that i love is the variety so seeing these changes yeah, it's, it, it can only be good, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and and for yourself, Neva, is 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 there is is there anything that you're looking forward to uh, uh, building your career? Is it you know is it uh, career progression, uh, becoming you know one of the one of the the first line managers or a technical manager? Is it, you know how how do you, how do you want your uh, career to go at Wales and West? You know where would you like to end up, say in ten, fifteen years time? Yeah, um, I'm hoping to do the uh, the HNC in the next couple years, if uh, my manager lets me do so. But um, yeah, so that would be good to get that qualification in, so then I would have the option of going into management. What qualification is that and what, what does that allow you to do then? So uh, with the apprenticeship, I did uh, an MVQ level three. Uh, this was just like a general college course that we do, but the HNC is sort of is in line with getting a uni degree. It furthers the engineering knowledge and goes like a bit more into it, sort of thing. Uh, for Zoe, then uh, for, for yourself, you know, as as you uh, progress through your apprenticeship and uh, completing uh, HR courses, uh, what are you most looking forward to? Uh, I think for me, it's just working in HR is so, such a huge. Um, section to get into I think it's just being involved in as much as I can and learning from my team as much as I can so yeah well there we go well as we uh, sort of come to a close um you know National Apprenticeship Week is all about letting people know why apprentices are a good career move. Hopefully we've managed to achieve that here in this uh, sort of short conversation so um if you were sort of speaking to your younger self or, you know, sort of any uh, sort of woman in general or young girl um, who was thinking about an apprenticeship, uh, you know, what sort of sort of two or three pieces of advice would you say to them? You know, what would you say to them? I would say definitely go for it, especially if it's out an engineering apprenticeship, if it's the fact that it's mainly males that's putting you off, I would say ignore that just go for it because honestly it's the best decision i ever made don't overthink the uh the fact that it is very male dominated because it's just as good as any job that you would ever do anyway and i think it's a lot better personally yeah i definitely would i think 
you know, speaking to people on my course who have done full-time education compared to working in HR, I feel like I've learned so much more and been able to actually do it every day. So, yeah. I think that's everything. And hopefully uh, many people will be feel encouraged to take on apprenticeships in whatever role and sphere, um, you know, that they're passionate about. So, uh, well, you know, thank you, Mavina, Neva and Zoe, uh, just for taking the time uh, to speak to us today and joining the utility room. Um, it's been an interesting discussion of what being an apprentice means. And of course, uh, giving me uh, a bit more insight what it means to be a woman in an industry like ours. It's clear that diverse teams and apprentices can bring significant benefits for our customers and colleagues alike. As we make gas go green and help the UK get to net zero, both will play a key role. So thank you again for listening and we'll see you next time on The Utility Room. The Utility Room, designing the future of energy.